Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host, and your Dungeon Master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Hey, old playing Chad Fleek. Hey, all playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Lael. Uh, Waffle playing the Baron of Floral Breezes. We don't have any mail this week. Who wants to give us a recap? We found it. The long-lost ghost elf tree ship that we had been hunting. Uh, it is crashed on a severed chunk of the continent that has drifted far out into the void and appears to be under some kind of sleepy petrification defense mechanism, something or other, that we spent a lot of time trying to figure out and could not. Yeah, the, the whole thing's petrified and seems to be absorbing magic. Um, and by the whole thing, literally everything. Um, there's not any bit of non-petrified matter minus us. And the, uh, ants. And the ants. I was getting there. The ants. Okay. Um, which also don't respond to us, or, or have yet to respond to us. And we're going to go see just just how infested this tree is with ants. Because they got them, and now it's time to see just how bad it is. They got them bad. We, what, we made it to the bridge, and nothing's responding there. Like As far yeah. as we can tell, the tree is dead, and yet like there's something keeping like doors shut, and... Yeah. Pathways close, so whether and, it uh, the attempt to uh, cast restoration lesser or greater, I forget, but one of the restoration spells on just like a notebook to keep that notebook back from stone Was did not, not work. Yeah, because the magic just got absorbed. So same with um, actively powering it. Same with the uh, the vines, the stone vines that were covering a door. Yep. So. Um... I think our options, we discussed trying to go up further, higher in the tree and see what's what. And then um, at some point, once we've sort of secured the wreck, I think bringing Basil and Ivy down to do a little bit of like magic yep. sensing. Do some recon. Yeah. Cause... A little bit more investigating than us bumpkins. Who... Yeah. Or like... <laughs> I, think we, I think we check out the ants and then go ahead and bring them down because we seem yeah. to be a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless we... We, we also... might need to go... Depending Secure, on yeah. depending on something setting them off, go like orc in man mode on them. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, fortunately, the tree is made of stone, so uh, fire is not going to be an issue. Yep. True. <laughs> true. Um, true. Also, uh, the radius of the tree and the radius of cloud kill sync up pretty nicely, so I could I could just flush the tunnel if we need. Uh, mm -hmm. And then at the end, Falrock can set it on fire. And mm -hmm. um, indeed, this this is a thing we could do. Also, Desmond, have you licked anything yet? But it, are we are we not, con not are we not like a little concerned that our spells might just get completely absorbed by the tree ship as we cast them and not actually hurt the ants? That's what I figured would happen too. I while standing in the middle the of the bridge, cast some sparks and some wind, and do some other little wizard tricks. Okay. Does this work? Um, the spells as you cast them seem to have a tendency to kind of like get sucked back down the staircase. 
a little bit. Like there's something pulling them oh. downwards. Oh, okay. Um, in that case, instead of uh, whatever we were gonna do, I immediately get distracted and every like five yeah. feet or so, I'm gonna throw a puff of sparks up into the air and see which way the wind current takes me. I know it's not an actual wind current, but I'm gonna pretend it is because of who I am as a person. Uh, down the down the stairs. I follow. It... Puffing and huffing. I mean, this this is probably going towards the mythal, right? This is one back the way we came. Yeah, right, right to that vine blocked okay. door. That's so as we're risky. as we're going up the stairs, I'm going to I'm going to flick produce flames and see if those get pulled by the same effect or if they're unaffected by the pull. Uh, the flames that you produce are also tugged like like there's a breeze blowing them down the staircase does it does it affect the like strength of the spell or just the heading you, i don't know uh you stand can't in front of tell me. from your cantrips uh okay. like there isn't enough juice there sure all right well um that sort of answers that question i will do my very best not to shoot a cloud kill into the wind so to speak and get us all gassed um i think yeah let's head up the tree and see where the ants start and then uh be prepared to retreat <laughs> all right so you're heading further up the stairs yes maybe leyland stealth ahead sure can you can you turn invisible at will yet um I don't know if there's a lot of shadows in here yet. Is it not like dark? It's head toward the mythal room. Alright. Um it's fairly dim in here. The stone is like bleached white. Um and seems but, to But reflect... there's no light sources. There are windows what? in the rooms facing up towards the sky. Ah, okay, we got kind of like an albedo thing going yeah. on. All right. But if anybody is going to be able to sneak up and recon the ants, it's sure as hell not as not me. Yep. Uh, yeah. I do a quick head ahead. count to make sure Falrock is still here. I'm here. Okay. Falrock is still here. Desmond is walking down the stairs back towards the the engines and the oh. the mythal. Okay. I'm going to follow Desmond. Leyland, I think you should scout up and figure out where the ants start and then report back. Does that sound sensible? Yep, so it works for me. Okay, cool. Uh, break. <laughs> we, we all we all do the huddle in the two, four, six, eight, and then I go running after Desmond to see what's going on. All right, Desmond, what you doing? Heading back towards that blocked off door. Uh, it's blocked off. It's made it's solid stone, right? Yep. I'm gonna use. Is there any gaps in the door or anything? Mm, I mean, it's like it's textured like a door that is made of vines. So there aren't really any gaps to speak of, but it's also not an even surface. It's like bumps and okay. and vine vine shapes. I would oh. like to cast Arcane Eye. Uh huh. Uh, it has a range of thirty feet, and I'd like to put it like fifteen feet from the door, like on the inside. Okay. Ooh. Um, have any of you ever played the Outer Wilds? 
No. No. Okay. One of the features of that game, it's about exploring space, um, is that you can shoot a probe. Uh, Your arcane eye appears on the other side of the door. It's completely black. Um, Can you, like, can you see in the dark through your arcane eye? That is what I'm looking up. This is... Which has normal vision and dark vision up to 30 feet. Hey! I can look in every direction. Okay. Uh, So you are able to see that the staircase continues for a while. And your arcane eye is being pulled down the stairs as though it is caught in a gravity well. Ooh. Um, Interesting. And you see it sort of bounce off the walls a little bit, and then it enters a room that looks similar to the Mythal chamber in Teliferous, but not the same. Um, That's what it's being pulled toward there, right? And it falls into the Mythal as though being drawn into a black hole. Yeah. Spaghettified and everything. Can we touch the Mythal? Do we know? I think you'll get spaghettified. Yeah, I don't think I don't you want to do that. Powers. But like on, on Teliferous, I don't think we've ever tried because it devours magical artifacts and we're kind of magical artifacts. So <laughs> it's almost, it, it just seems dangerous. Yeah. You know? I, I kind of relay that information to the group and like ask, what do we, what do we want to do with that information? Hang on. I no. want to, with that in mind, do we feel at all drawn to it? Nope. Yeah, I do. I feel drawn down there uh, psychologically because I want to steal it. I'm well, drawn that, to that's it. That's not the same. So here's the thing. Um, it, it. I'm going to cast... Hang on a sec. What could I... Is there... Does anybody have anything that they... Like, can... Um, Desmond, can you create water... And see if the water gets sucked through the vines. I want to know if this is airtight. I don't think it's ranged. Or do you want me to try to... Uh, Chad's trying what, to what find it... if there's any gaps whatsoever. Even, like, ones too small to see. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll... I'll do that. I'll create some water. And... I'll shape it. And just try to... I'll shape it into, like, a solid the same dimensions as the the door and I'll just kind of push push the water in an even like even force towards the door to see if there's any cracks that form by noticing where there are decreased amounts of water in the sheet okay um what happens here is that the door gets wet yeah it's sealed up tight boys okay so it is completely it's airtight it's hermetically sealed yeah mm-hmm Okay, because and it's I magical stone, so Earth Glide doesn't work. And well, I was going to become either a water or an air elemental. Uh-huh. I was thinking to slip in. So, here's a thought. Um, yeah, yeah, we could try to force our way through. I'm worried that it'll activate the ants. Um, or it could just get sucked up. Or what level spell is shatter? Door. Like three third. Uh, two, I mean, I, believe. I could. You could upcast it though. Oh, okay. Um, I could I could throw a sixth level shatter at this door and see. Uh, mm, 
How about how about we see what's up with the ants first? Yeah, I was thinking if so we my can other thing. slip in, great. If not, then we should um, probably check out the ants. The other side. The other side of the ship. If Desmond is able to cast Arcane Eye on the other side, magic can traverse this barrier without being sucked up, rather than like, oh, it, all magic that tries to go past it gets absorbed. Which means, in theory, Dimension Door would work because I don't have to yeah. have a line yes. of effect to the destination. Yes. I just have to know that there is empty space on the other side. So um, with my sorcery points and the spell slots I have, I could feasibly get all of us onto the other side of this door, but I okay. don't know that I could get us all back out. Only one of us really and, has to go, well, right? My, my thing is, is that if there's no power and we can't open the door and all spells get sucked closer and closer to the Mythal black hole, oh, right? You might be able dimension... to dimension door away. Yeah, you, you dimension door in, and then you can't dimension door out. I'd love to see his uh, cloud insides get sucked into the Mythal and he just like, <laughs> cease to exist. Annihilationism. Well, so we don't know that that cloud, like, I still think that's a conduit to one of the elemental planes. So it would be bottomless. I would just have an endless clown streamer of uh, handkerchiefs <laughs> yeah. coming out of my side in the mythal. It'll just take us like six years of that small trickle of power from the elemental plane yeah. to restore the mythal. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> nothing can possibly go wrong here. It's definitely exactly that. <laughs> All right, oh. let's go check on the ants, and then we'll yes. we'll come back to this. Leyland, scout ahead. What right. do your elf eyes see? All right, back to what I was doing like ten minutes ago. What do you want me to roll, Joe? Um, what exactly are you trying to accomplish here? I am just going ahead up the stairs, up, 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 up. Um, I guess peeking in any doors as go along, but really just trying to see where the ants begin. And I'll cast a free pass without trace to see if it actually affects him and us as a group okay uh Leyland make a stealth check please with the uh, pass without trace bonus mm -hmm. okay okay a uh, total of 30 right so you fade against the background and make your way up the stairs you notice that your the soles of your feet seem to be just a little bit sticky um, <laughs> oh as you go up the stairs uh you come to the next floor and um there's a uh, sort of an open open plan floor um not many walls here it seems to be one large open space containing mm. Uh, just at a very initial glance, tables. Do you wish to look further or continue up? Uh, I'll, I'll look around for a minute. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of long benches and long tables and what looks like a little kitchen area uh, on one side. And on the other side, um, comfier, comfier chairs, bookshelves, um, their contents askew the furniture is all like jumbled in a heap as a result of the the tree ship crashing into the ground uh at high velocity 
but sure. it looks like this we, was, you know, sort of food and recreation. I'm guessing is all there... the books have been completely either destroyed or have also been, um, well, like like the rest of the ship, everything's um, the same, right? Yeah, everything in here, from what you can see from the stairwell, is same that same stone. So my question here is: Are these books um, in pristine condition in their petrification, or are they kind of like tattered and like weathered? Like, I'm curious to know how soon after the crash this petrification occurred, and whether it was like instant or uh, also if there are any signs of things having been like righted or moved or like any any signs that anybody survived the crash and like did anything in here before it was petrified well he just said that it looks like everything's been kind of jumbled from crashing right yeah so and so none of that has been tampered with since you'll have to go and investigate further to determine this all right i will Making, uh, investigate this then. Investigation check. Mm-hmm. Uh, total twenty-four. Nice. It looks like there is some decay to these books. Um, they didn't just. Um, they were. It was an instant, as far as you can tell. Okay. There is no sign of people having done anything to move or or impact this in any way shape or form hmm. it seems possible that the ship was a, perhaps even abandoned before the crash yeah it's weird because i we haven't seen any signs of any elves and so like the two possibilities are either it crashed and everybody died, in which case we would see skeletons. Yes. Or it crashed and everyone survived, and then they all left without taking anything with them or, or doing anything. they scuttled it. They scuttled the ship. They set the... Mm. Yeah. Uh, they set the self-destruct sequence. Yeah, I'm starting to think it, it was something weird. like that. They just they blew it up so nobody else could have it for reasons unknown. But if uh, if it was lost at the hatching, that's such a strange decision to make. Yep, it is. Huh. All right, I continue up the stairs after this. Okay. The next floor, um, there is a doorway that leads to a hallway that has further doorways on either side. Okay. Um, I like yell back down to them, like all clear so far. All right. Like I, uh, I don't know how far yeah. down. I'll, I'll begin there. following then. Yeah, we'll we'll advance up and check out these hallways while Leyland is looking for ants. Yeah. Door on the left. Okay. Um, the first door on the left uh, reveals a room that has several racks that have all been toppled over petrified weapons scattered about and uh, a pile of tangled i'm not really sure what it is um 
make an investigation or an insight check. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I rolled well. That's going to be the only good roll for the night, everybody. Uh, that's a 19. A 20, actually. You say insight. or insight? Mm hmm Yeah. Okay. Um, 13. <sighs> okay. After examining this pile for a moment, you're able to pick out that it's several training dummies that fell in a heap and were then petrified later. After, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. You take it. You have to like twist your head a little bit and squint, and then you it like resolves into straw limbs and that sort uh -huh. of thing. Huh. Okay, so that's fairly straightforward. Uh, training room petrified weapons i would be curious if this ship can petrify magic weapons or not but there's no way to know uh right door okay uh this room has several bookshelves that have again fallen victim to gravity and petrification and another heap of training dummies that are just kind of piled up Okay. Um, and these are the only two doorways off that hall? There are two more. Oh, okay. Uh, go to the next one on the left. The next one on the left is uh, largely empty, except for a couple of uh, lines drawn in the floor to form a, a rough circle. Hmm. Um sort of crouching down and looking at this are these lines raised up like some chalk was petrified or are they like grooves carved into the floor grooves huh. uh with my novice understanding of magical formulae does this look kind of you know like a sigil or like a magic circle of some kind does it look like the scrying pool in teliferous no it just looks like somebody carved a circle on the floor huh that's weird uh how's the workmanship on this circle like is it is it nicely done or did someone like hack it in with a dagger somewhere between the two um it's not okay. like a perfect circle but it's also like somebody spent some time on it okay but it was this was definitely done like after the fact then because elves would have made like a perfect ornate circle Huh. Maybe. That's weird. Uh, I wave Desmond over and point at it and go, does this mean anything to you? And uh, the ants got him, actually. Yeah, I, Desmond I, I is dead. I turn back around and Poof. I'm the only one. He's... Leland, missed, Leland missed the ants. He, he got distracted. <laughs> Thanks, they Leland. came from behind. Desmond yeah. <laughs> achieved apotheosis and has gone on to become one with Aquila. <laughs> Desmond. Yes. Uh, I point at the circle carved in the floor and I say, "Does this mean anything to you? You know better magic than I do." I'll make it insight check. Please do. Ooh, that's a twenty-one. Ooh. Uh, it looks like a circle. <laughs> this is the most geometric circle I've ever seen. 
I, Desmond, I know you're bullshitting. It's bullshit. not, e- it's I not even that. E that it's an oval. <laughs> what? No, it's completely a circle. Look at that shitty bit over there where it bulges out. All right, fine. It's it's an oval. Call it what you want. I will. But I it's go not check the last room. It's not magic. Okay. The last room uh, is essentially impossible to get into. It's a oh. jumble of boxes and objects that are that are in a heap and petrified blocking the doorway. It's not like purposefully shut with vines. Mm. Just like some stuff fell in front of the door. Yeah. Can I are there like gaps that I can peek through and try to see if there's anything else inside? Sure. I I peep. Um, do you see random jumbles of objects that are like, it's very difficult to make out exactly what these things were because of how the junk in front of the door is positioned and the lack of light. Right. Okay. I just, as long as there wasn't like 18 elven skeletons huddled in there or something. All right. Uh, shrug. I think, uh, we all crowd around the stairwell and wait for Leyland to give the all clear for the next floor, and then we will repeat this investigation. Okay. You head up the stairs. Can I get another stealth check, please? Sure. Uh, that is a total of 20. 30, 20. Okay. You make your way up the staircase again, and there is another this time there are there are kind of two doors um, to the left and the and the right, one apiece, um, directly off the staircase. Okay. Make a perception check. That is a total of seventeen. Okay. Um, peering through the doors, you can see that there are again bookshelves in here. Um, and benches and an insect-like creature just one that you can see um it has eight legs but is longer like an ant would be rather than a spider Hmm. um it has two large sets of mandibles one that kind of resembles a stag beetle um, is that a stag beetle? I'm not good at bugs. <laughs> uh, yeah, a stag beetle with like the big pinchers at the front. Um, and then a smaller set inside that are more similar to like a spider's pedipalps. Oh, okay. Um, and they have uh, long antenna, which is you can see kind of moving about the um the room that it's in sort of feeling objects um and then it starts moving towards the doorway hmm um right um <laughs> all right i'm for action um i uh cast flame arrows on my quiver oh right on all right Oh, we doing this? Okay. No, that—that's the correct response to seeing a spider beetle. 
yeah, I don't think these things want to chat. I mean, based on what Chad said earlier, when, when he went up to try to commune with them anyways, so... The world is um, in your hands, Leyland. The door Strike is you. made of stone, right? Everything is made so, of stone. Yeah, it's just a so doorway. I couldn't... Oh, it's a doorway. That's right? Like, my, my only other thing was to just close the door, but... Because yeah. if the doors... If there were, like, doors, they, the hinges would be petrified solid, too. So yeah. they're, so they're just I doorways, got... like on Teliferous. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was my only other thought, was to uh, just close the door. I mean, if it if it comes out into the hall, is it going to be able to see you? Aren't you, like, mega stealthy? Uh, he did sorry, just light some there. arrows on fire. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> no. Die is cast now, so... Um... <laughs> And yeah, I pull out my heavy crossbow and I light it up. All right, make an attack roll. Uh, that is a total of 28. That will hit. Roll your damage. That is uh, on the arrow. That is a total of 7. Plus another uh, six on the flame, so 13. Okay, uh, your arrow finds a chink in its carapace, and it lets out a screech, and the two big uh, pinchers on the front sort of wiggle a bit, and then spray a foul-smelling fluid in your general direction. Make a dexterity saving throw, please. Ah, shit. This wasn't well thought out. I mean, not especially. If you recall, when Ched tried to interact with him, they straight up just ignored him. Uh, that is a total of 14. Okay. Um... You are going to take 10 points of acid damage when it hits Whoa. you. It burns. Was that loud enough for us to hear? The um, it was not especially. It wasn't like a loud screech. It was, it was like a chitter of pain. And at this point I yell, Ants! <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs we go. I bolt upright, uh shuffle my deck of cards back together and then go running upstairs. I cast Shillelagh and run upstairs. Okay. Um, the ant also runs upstairs away from Leyland. Oh. The ant. Oh, I thought it was in a it was in a dead-end room. No, okay. it definitely... So you can have an attack of opportunity, Leyland, if you want, but it definitely, like, rushes towards the staircase and moves further up. I don't um, think it wants to fight, right? Like it just wants to be left alone. Yeah, I kind of see that. Plus, I'm you know got a bit of acid on me, so I don't think I would have taken that attack of opportunity. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess we all come rushing up to where Leyland's at, and I go, Ah, what's yeah. that smell? Yeah, uh, Leyland is smoking a little bit. 
Here, uh, I... let me take care of that. And I cast Druidcraft on him and make him smell like daisies. <laughs> he smells like daisies, but he is definitely, like, blistering. I blistering to clean uh, five cubic feet of elf. <laughs> like, nice. Uh, uh, a gentle to, to say, say your own ass and just say, it startled me and I just strong <laughs> arrow at it. Well, then the it ran up the steps. So I don't know. Uh, I don't think they necessarily want to fight. So. Okay. Um, well, that's but, something at least. So someone, two else can, someone else can take the lead if they want. <laughs> so there's two options here. Either the ant is going to go up there, get all its ant buddies, and come back with its ant dad to kick our ass, or it's just going to go up there to run away from us. Um, what do we do if the ants come surging down that tunnel in our direction? Uh, we find an exit. Cloud kill? Um. Well, so Cloud Kill's going to get sucked back towards the mythol. So, combined with a gust of wind. Oh, uh, both concentration spells, unfortunately. Yeah. I thought you got a free. Oh no, it's movement only. Yeah. Yep. We uh, have me stand at the top of the steps. You if Joe wants to give me, and I run, and I run as the ants run after me, as the cloud kill follows behind them, and it's just <laughs> all one like comical. Oh, and we all crowd in the <laughs> we all crowd in one of the side passages and just let it pass us by. Yeah. So, Only I had like yeah. So I'm running down. I'm running down the steps, and ants are chasing after me, and the cloud kills just following them. <laughs> well, they uh, haven't yeah. come back yet. Yeah, let's let's, let's, like, let's hold on to the daring heroics for a second. Yeah, I would like to. Uh, not just a perception check, but if there's any kind of airflow in here, I want to uh, attune myself to it and try to listen to anything that's coming downstream from further up in the tree. Uh, and there, hear if there are any ants a-coming. There isn't really any air moving through here. Ugh, terrible design. It, like, there's a little bit, there's a little bit of a breeze, but it's just kind of coming in through the window that's closest uh -huh. to you, rather than in a particular direction. Okay, I'll listen with my regular ears then. Make a perception check. Uh, that's going to be a 13. Um, it sounds like there might be some activity further up the stairs. I think we're going to have to creep on up and see what's happening here. Uh, yeah, more than likely. You know what? I'll, I'll go it's first. been a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll go first. It's fine. I was fine. prepared to throw myself heedlessly into danger. <laughs> yeah, as usual. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna then creep up the stairs instead. Watch out! They shoot acid at you. <laughs> Make... that, that's good to know. Make a stealth check. Uh, that's a seventeen. Okay. You uh. Make your way up the stairs. So this was... Leyland stayed... You stayed on the same floor, right? And everybody came up to meet you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you, you head up to the next floor. Um, and you can see that the staircase continues up into the open. So this is the top floor. The observation deck is above you. Okay. 
Um, and this floor is a mess. Um, it looks like large chunks of the walls have been removed. There are like pits and craters in them. Um, oh. Along with um, the items that were contained in these rooms, which from what you can see... Actually, make an insight check for me to see if you can make sense of the shapes here. Uh, that's a 25. Elves. They're eating at elves. Um, it looks like <laughs> this might have been a storage room. There are boxes and barrels and such, all uh, akimbo and askew, their contents spilled. Um, and chunks and pits have been taken out of these as well. Like, something just came through here and scooped bits of the stone out. Hmm. Probably the ants, then. Yeah, I would assume they're feeding on, like... Well, it's interesting that... It's like magic stone that they're eating, but they're not eating the whole tree. They're eating the things that used to be food. Oh no, there are chunks taken out of the walls too. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, so they probably are just eating the tree from one end to the other, bit by bit, because it's magic. Presumably. Uh, and where these bites have been taken out, it's like stone through and through, right? There's no like wood beneath. Correct. Maybe they started out as regular ants, and eating the tree oh, has changed them. Maybe. Possible. Uh, but aside from the various bitten and chunked out scenery and boxes, uh, are the ants here? Have they all run um, further up into the branches? So there are there are ants, quote unquote, um, moving about this floor that you can see just from like poking your head out. Mm-hmm. Um maybe half a dozen or so and um what happens if you sit and watch for a couple minutes which do you sit and watch for a couple minutes yeah i'll keep an eye on them um is that they will sort of wiggle those longer antlers not antlers um pincers at the front um and when they do so uh they sort of produce a fluid at the end that they use their pedipalps to kind of smear onto their pinchers. And then they plunge those pinchers into the rock and pull chunks out. Oh. And then oh. they use their pedipalps to sort of shape that stone into a more easily carried shape and leave with it. And then another one oh. comes in to take its place. Oh. So they're mining it. Basically. Yeah. For what purpose, we don't know. All right. Um, Trying to build their own tree ship. <laughs> um, Animal handling. We, Let's do this. Do we this. see anything super weird from, like, like in the in the branches when we saw them? Sorry, like, say that one they, more time. Sorry. Were, did we see them, like, building anything or creating any sort of structure with these in, in the uh, the branches when we first saw them approaching the ship? Uh, you did not. Are they, like, building a bridge to another island so they can leave? Yeah, where the either? heck are they taking this? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to 
I'm gonna do a bad Lance idea. Plants don't usually build things, and when they carry things back to their colony, it's usually food. Well, I mean, they can, they yeah. can take supplies to build their nest. I'm fine I thought that. is if we. Can I thought they them, just. My thought dug... is if we could get them down to the door and have them mine the door. Oh. Well, that's not oh, a bad idea. that's a really good idea. Acid kill one into the acid sack. Yeah. Or animal handling. Yeah. They don't yeah. Druid seem, animal handling. They don't seem to be protecting it. They don't oh seem to be god, a part of it. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. I would never and have thought of that. Chad needs to wild shape into one of these and use his acid sack to burn us a hole in the. <laughs> yeah, do these? Need? They are not. Beasts. Do these look like? No, <laughs> but but Chad can turn into weird things, right? I can't. I can turn into spiders, which aren't beasts. Spiders are beasts. I, spiders are beasts. What? They're labeled as beasts. That's silly. These are well, aberrations, I assume. Can well, let, should I do a knowledge nature check, Paul or Joe? Jesus. <laughs> uh, you are welcome to do so. Yes. Hey, Zeus. Let's do it. Um. Oh. Well, that's a 10. These are not natural. Okay. You know that. So, so, okay. Then that probably means that I can't summon small versions of them to swarm the door. Of course um, not. It's probably what that means, but I'm, a, I'm not even going to bother casting a spell to, to find that out because I'm just that half confident in the answer so well then i don't know what to do well uh because my animal I... handling is is also i don't know that's that's wisdom based i might be yeah. able to but i they're not i mean they're not beasts they're you could try like they're not beasts, but they also don't seem that hostile so, I mean, what what am I going to do to communicate with them? Produce various chemicals that I think, you have. I think, I think it's time that we can get Basil and Ivy involved, and yes. Leyland's probably just going to steer clear. Of, to of answer the... your question, though, Ched, um, you could probably do like pheromone signals with Druidcraft. Just a thought. Because like these aren't these aren't beasts, but they are. They resemble beasts, and they have the characteristics of various beasts. So like they're like ant pheromone sensing probably works similar to like an actual animal that you would know how to communicate with so okay that is i think it's worth trying at some point before we like decapitate one of these (laughs) things just in case because we don't know what's going to come out of there once we kill it we don't know enough i agree that we we don't even know if they're if it's going to be a functional like yeah the elves turned into the ants. Oh, okay. Leyland in the back there with <laughs> with the History like Channel that. guy aliens hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I am uh, going to signal the team to hang on just a second. I want to see something, and I'm just going to walk over and just sort of stand around and see if the ants try and come after me at all. I'm just going to, like, watch them keep doing their thing but not be in the way. Oh, my God. They're eating Stand him. Stand perfectly still. And, and then they're, they're going to eat, eat me. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> no, it, just stand perfectly still like you're a stone and see if they come for you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Um, well, then wave they, your arms about in a threatening they, manner. 
I'm just not going to. Rocks like you. I'm not a rock. Oh, I said they eat rocks like you. I don't eat rocks. Um, what happens to him? So one of the one of the rock biters moves closer to you and waves those long antenna over your person. Um, it seems particularly interested in your gauntlets. Uh huh. Um, but it does not. It does not attempt to bite you like it has the stone. Okay. Um, and after a moment or so, it wanders back over to the wall that it was working on and takes a chunk out and leaves. Huh. So they have detect magic as a like natural ability. That's yeah. cool. Or maybe your gauntlets are just mm. okay, the yeah, only they're... stone or metal on you. So Yeah, I mean, they're made of adamantine, so yeah. Um... Okay, yeah, let's get Basil and Ivy in here then. They're definitely not hostile, unless, well, even when provoked. So. Yeah, even when provoked. Like, I imagine if you backed one into a corner, it might take a chunk out of you, but... Yeah, but... Alright. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's radio the ship, and then I will uh, I'll fly up. I, I'm still not super comfortable landing the ship here, just... Yeah. We no. don't know what's going on, we don't, but... We don't want them, like, trying to get on the ship and... Well, we already have an ant problem on the ship, and we don't want a second one. And also, I don't know if it's going to be like when Teliferous touches down and tries to like sink its roots in, it accidentally interfaces with the mythol and it drains our ship. We also power. don't need like TJM well, or someone getting like stuck on the island. You know, if somebody cleaned their syrupy dishes in a timely manner, we wouldn't have an ant problem. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm very busy. <laughs> Uh huh. Piles your, and your... piles of pancakes. <laughs> Listening the to the is, wind. The thing is, I have prestidigitation, so I could clean an entire <laughs> stack of dishes in one round, but I still don't do it. But you just don't. Yeah. yeah. I just don't. It's... I just throw it out the window because it's easier. You know what it is. Um, well, I mean, even Desmond could be a, the dish master. He's got shape water. Yeah. Yeah. Back where I'm from. Uh, you know, living on the edge of the continent. If you had any, like, Jux? you know, trash or anything. Yeah, but specifically the village I'm from, <laughs> in Jux. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't realize it, it was... It's at the edge of the continent. Huh. If you had trash or anything, you just throw it over the edge. It's what I'm used to. <laughs> I just... After I'm done with the dishes, I go to the window, and I just drop them out the side. Reduce, reuse... Throw off the edge of the earth. <laughs> Throw off the edge of the earth. It goes back into the storm, and it's reborn as rain. That's how the water cycle works. <laughs> That's how um, the matter cycle works. Yeah, yeah. I fly up. I explain the situation to Basil and Ivy. Um, I explain that Tillifers will not be landing because uh, reasons... Uh, would one or both of you like to accompany me down to the surface? Twirl fingers gesture. Um, <laughs> Ivy, Ivy is like, I mean, we could. That's not like we'd have to take samples and do some analyses, and we're not entomologists. Oh, you don't have to worry about the ants. It's more about the tree and the weird petrification and the, like, magic soup. Uh, 
I just figured that you maybe would be able to figure out what's going on a little better than we could with your combined magical know-how being very, you know, academically rigorous as opposed to us where we all kind of like crowd around something, tilt our heads left, tilt our heads right, shrug. And chant Desmond Lick. Desmond Desmond Lick. Desmond Lick. (laughs) Chug, chug, chug. Also, do they know any entomologists that we can just message? (laughs) I doubt anybody would be able to help without being here to see this. Okay, so then this is... I mean, we don't know that this is a, an incredibly unique situation. <laughs> Ted says while looking at a giant petrified evergreen full of magic ants. <laughs> but maybe the ants aren't... I mean, maybe those exist somewhere else. Maybe, You're right, they could. You know, maybe this is not... Uh, they're elves. A one-off phenomenon. <laughs> anyway, I yeah, mean, maybe they're is, elves. Maybe we should ask an elf entomologist. Like, hey, if you if your aunt suddenly turned into a giant ant, would it look like this? <laughs> this what? is actually just part of the life cycle of elves. When they get old <laughs> enough, they enter a chrysalid and they reemerge as these. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows why. It's just like an instinctive thing. Um, it's it's kind of like half of life. It's a circle of life for elves. Ivy exchanges a look with Basil, and they both kind of shrug at each other, and she says, yeah, I, I can take a look, and she steps off the, the side of Teliferous and plummets. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, um, that's right. I, I forgot that she doesn't need Featherfall. No. Um, as she drops, I imagine you're, like, keeping pace with her. Yeah, yeah. Um, she waves her hand and mouth something and cocoons herself in a protective shield and just like bounces off the stone and comes to a, a halt. <laughs> Boing. I uh, alight gracefully nearby, uh, presumably like bridal carrying Basil. Oh no, Basil's staying up up top. Oh, okay. <laughs> Basil. Basil has an issue with anything that has more than four legs. You know what? Fair. That's totally fair. That's completely understandable. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I will escort Ivy inside. I'll show her the sealed Mythal door and, you know, explain a little bit of what's going on and bring her up to the bridge where I assume we have gathered. Um, she sees the Mythal door. She looks at the petrification of the tree um runs her hand along the walls pulls out her spell book which is um (laughs) pulls it out and it just goes thunk and magnetizes to the door (laughs) (laughs) uh no it's it's bound in very thick leather um and has been completely coated in runes that have been etched or uh scraped into the into the leather um that's so it's waterproof i bet <laughs> might be you probably like everything proof um yeah. and it's a mess there are like bits of paper sticking out of the top and the bottom and the sides uh post-it notes there are at least five bookmarks in there <gasps> post-it notes didn't we invent those what <laughs> oh wait was that a different campaign with you joe i, I think that was a different campaign but this, it was in the same yeah. world though yeah. it was in the same world okay okay all right 
god. Chad, Sorry, you know the guy who invented post-it notes? We didn't invite <laughs> post-it notes in this world. We did in a different, same world. Anyway. In another reality. Yeah. Yes. Alternate dimension. Horus 616. That's a toady's tales. Yeah, that's yeah. a toady tale. The invention of the post-it notes. Um... And she plonks herself down on the floor and starts, like, flips her book open to one of the five bookmarks and starts casting spells. And she says, you know, what? I, I can work from here. Okay. It's going to take a uh, bit. Yeah, just, you know, shout if you need us. And I double finger pistols and then float up the staircase, which is not necessary because it's horizontal, but I do it anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll stay with Ivy since... Uh didn't go well i don't i don't want to i won't i don't want the ants to see me and <laughs> you don't want them to recognize look, look, your face look at look, look at that asshole like, so. <laughs> if anybody asks we killed leyland for his crimes <laughs> uh yeah i'll go up and join i assume is fall rock still in the ant room just hanging out yeah i well is is fall rock uh, yeah, no, I was just gonna stay there and keep watch. Like more, I backed off to like the stairs, but you know, I I don't want to get you know the the ant seal of approval from everyone that walks by. It's <laughs> the others don't pay any unheard. attention to you. Oh, okay. Ocular pat Still. down. Yeah. Uh, gonna head back to the stairwell and wait for the party. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terajux, Ched, and. Desmond's make their way up. Okay, guys. I, would like to I, have, I have a terrible I... idea. Ooh. Alright, stay here. I'm gonna go see what's in there. I'm gonna follow one. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Um, terrible idea. Are you going to be stealthy I... about this? Uh, if by stealthy about this you mean I'm going to walk along the ceiling, then yes, absolutely. <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, so Falrock is jogging in place, and he's like, yeah. "All right." <laughs> well, no, I'm not not yet. I'm telling them, like, look, if I'm not back in half an hour, then maybe come find me. I'll come find your corpse. What's left of it? Yeah. What if you? I know I'm not there, but at least I'm like, at least you told us this time. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the thought crossed my Hey-o. mind. I decided to be a better person than that. <laughs> I mean, if we if we noticed you were missing, we would just gun guns blazing into the nest to find you. No, they're gonna fly all the way back to Diangaya and break into the Duchess of Agate's house. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone off to see Amber again. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it, since they don't, they're not hostile to me. But I want to specifically try and stay out of their way while I follow one. I figured the ceiling would be my best bet. Okay, so uh, that will get you. Like up the stairwell, but then you're out on the observation deck, and there oh, isn't right. much of a ceiling. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll just follow one, and like, if there's a, a gap between two of them, I want to be like in the middle of that gap, and if there's not, then I want to be like next to one. There's, I mean, they're not. It's not a continuous stream. It's like one okay. goes, one takes something out, and then. A minute later, another one comes in to work on the wall as well. Okay. I didn't know, like, how StarCraft minor efficient this was going to be. Um, 
So yeah, I'll I'll just follow him then. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, so you make your way out onto the observation deck, and you can see it's like obviously at a fairly steep angle, um, mm. and it butts up against a of like bluff sort of cliffs um, that are obviously also stone, uh, although they probably were stone to begin with rather than right. turning into stone. Uh, and you can see that these rock biters are making their way into a uh, cave in the side of these bluffs and uh, make a perception check also. So they were probably here before the tree. Mm, it doesn't... It... Does it seem like there's enough of the tree gone that they were here first? No. Okay. Uh, perception check. That's going to be a 13. Uh, there are a, a handful of rock biters standing at the entrance to the cave that look bigger, but you can't really make ah. out fine details. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go down the side and look at the bigger guys and sort of be like, hey, sup, and see if they are obviously defending this place or if I am I am cool, so. Uh, they are larger. They're big pinchers. They're, I, I'm sure that there's somebody listening to this who is an entomologist who is frothing at the mouth. <laughs> um Big pinchers are even larger and seem to be continuously dripping that... Um, mandibles? I don't know if they're mandibles. Maybe they aren't stag beetles. Uh, I, I am not an entomologist. To our audience out there who is currently frothing, um, don't worry. The next one shot that I DM, I'm going to have it be primarily plant-based, and I know <laughs> nothing about plants, so you'll have your revenge. I will not be participating. <laughs> it will it will it will hurt me. Um they are also they have some spikes on their carapace and what looks like a, a nasty stinger on their abdomen. Um and they immediately tense up on your approach. The mandibles go down, the stinger comes up, uh kind of scorpion style. Um and they are make they make threatening noises at you, and I think okay. that's probably where we're going to stop. Actually, great, wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Everything's cool. Everything's you're you're fine. not you're yeah. not about to get murdered by by magic ants or anything. No, definitely not. Um, yeah. So this has been another Alchemist Club adventure, uh, dungeon crawling, which we haven't done for a very long time. I've been Joe, yeah. your host and your dungeon master. For real this time, like an actual dungeon master. Um, <laughs> if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on just about any podcast hosting platform, and our socials are... Find us at thealchemist underscore club on Twitter and at thealchemistclub on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel playing Chudfleek. Hey, Hall playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. Matt and I play Layla. I'm Waffle and I play the Baron of Window Drafts. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs>